This is Redefining the Counterculture on Witten Radio. Make sure to check out our website at wittenradio.com. Hey guys, you're listening to another episode of Redefining the Counterculture right here on Witten Radio. Today we are joined by special music guest Russell Taylor. Russ talking to us a little bit about his newest single, Wake Up. Russell, how are you? Oh, I'm doing well today. Well, how you doing, man? Man, doing good, doing good. Feeling blessed. I'm, I'm excited to talk with you. I know that you've got some great things in the works. And uh, before we start out, I just, I just wanted to ask you, you know, how are you? How have you been doing? I know that this year has been kind of a chaotic year. Um, a lot of people have been adjusting to the pandemic in a lot of different ways. Um, have you been okay? How have you been adjusting? Well, you know, this year has been uh, difficult on many fronts, particularly for artists um, like myself and my friends and colleagues. Without being able to play live, our legs have been cut out from under us business-wise, but also the type of spiritual food that we get when we get to play for our, for our fans and for, you know, people. Um, so it's been tough. Uh, but the real down and dirty artists like myself, if I could be so kind to myself, this is when we are. <laughs> if this is when we are the most activated, um, when in times of trouble and stress, and when there's particularly a need for activism, a boisterous activism, uh, we get to work. And so I've been working diligently over the summer, late spring and summer, creating songs and videos and messages to share with the world. And um, that's how I've been coping. Man, that's what's up. Uh, I think that's beautiful. You said uh, a mouthful there. Um, I know at one point you were doing, I think it was like a quarantine diary online. Oh, yeah. Are you still at it? Well, I started it for the Grammy Association. Uh, They were doing um, artist profiles of you know, share uh, with other performers, writers, producers, musicians, you know, what what we are going through. And I did keep it up until about May, late May, early June. And then I just got got to work on more music and the music video for Wake Up. So I completely dropped the ball on that. But, you know, <laughs> I'm still working, though. Still working. I hear you. I hear you. Um, I am super excited to, to dive into uh, your newest single, Wake Up. Um, I feel like it's it's so poignant, it's so pointed, and the message really resonates um, with me when I hear the song. Um, so tell me, what was the writing process like for you on this single? I mean, I know that you probably had like a like a plethora of stuff that you could really draw from because it's been a crazy year. Um, what was the writing process like? What? How did the song come to you? Um, okay, so. I started writing this song. I began this song uh, three years ago, four years ago. Actually, I didn't complete it, but I started it um, during the. Uh, it was when we first got the verdict from the criminal case of the policeman that that murdered uh, Eric Garner in Staten Island. And I was in New York, walking from the east side of town to the west side of town, which is I live on the west side. And it, the words just flooded me. They came to me immediately. And it wasn't the right time because I was working on a, another project. It's a, it actually is a companion song to a song I've already released called Superman. But the, Superman was the right time to release. It wasn't the right time to release Wake Up. So I had 
most of the lyrics done, none of the music done, and I just parked it. And then uh, this year, when we had the first really big demonstration that got um, some notice, I, actually, that's not true. When, I, when the first Black Lives Matter mural went down on the street, I think D.C. was the first city, that's when I was taking a shower, inspiration, and I was like, oh, no, now is the time. Like, I got to finish this wake-up record. So I got on the horn. I called all of my musician friends across the country. Um, I had the strings down in California, and, and you know, she emailed me, lovely African-American woman, emailed me her string parts with all of her colleagues. And then a guitar player from Tennessee sent me his part, and then uh, background singers from all over the country so everyone was bass player from the Bronx. So everyone sent me all their parts. I produced the record, put it together, had it mixed and mastered and refined. And then next thing you know, we had a new song. And it did it. Thankfully, it didn't stop there because I have a longtime collaborator, director, Domega Martin, who's also a black woman based in Boston. And she was like, Russell, we got to put some imagery to this song. Like, this is the time. And then so began the next iteration of the song to the music video, Wake Up. So I just, once I started to move, uh, once I was inspired to move, then it seemed like the universe raised up to meet me. Man, that's what's up. I, I think it's, it's beautiful how, you know, so many elements and so many people came together to help you to craft this song. And oh, yeah. I, I, I'm sure, like, it means, uh, different things to different people, you know, to me, you know, when I hear it, you know, I feel, um, you know, movement. I feel like I need to, to, to wake up and, and to get out and to not just be a spectator or a watcher of what's going on, but to help, uh, I need to help mold, um, you know, what needs to be done to change the situation that, you know, we're experiencing. Um, you yourself, um, as the songwriter, what does the song mean to you when you hear it? It means precisely what you explain, Walt. And uh, thank you for <laughs> conf- and confirm- confirming that I did my job, man. Like the fact that you got everything that I intended, um, it is a call to action for, for like black, indigenous, brown people um, of color to to stand and our allies, not just, not just us, but also our allies to like stand and witness to the things that we have have suffered and and persevered through and start recognizing that even though it's tough, we gotta change this stuff, you know, yes, if sir. we if if we have to thrive. And um I just want people to be inspired. And I and and you know what? It was by design too that the song you can choose to engage like I, I got to perform it acoustically with um iHeartRadio in New York. We I did an acoustic performance of it and and the woman that was interviewing me said that sometimes she puts it on and she will, she'll get, she knows the lyrics, she's in the call, but then she feels like it's a love song, like it's a love letter. Yeah. And, that's, and that's precisely it, too, is because you, you don't have to always beat someone in the head with a message, whether it's a message about sex and love or fighting and making up or activism for voting and representing. Like, it's, it's okay sometimes to finesse the message. And... Um, feel like everything that I intended plus is is coming to pass. Now the NAACP is using it as part of their national campaign. I did the video in um, in partnership with the Poor People's Campaign with Reverend Bishop Barber, and people are just it's inspiring people 
to do something. And there's no greater bonus or greater reward to an artist than to, to see it make people do something. Sir, yeah, music has the power to, to really change the hearts and the minds of people in a way that's unlike anything else, you know. And, and, and I love it because it, it, it brings people from all walks of life together in, in a commonality that's just unparalleled, you know. Yeah, man. I um I wanted to catch up with you back in May because um, I saw that you had dropped the single Come Morning, but I, yeah. I wasn't able, uh, when I reached out to you, uh, you know, they weren't able to set anything up, but I wanted to ask you what was going on in your life um, at that time. Uh, I, I really love um, that song as well, and I know that there was kind of a little bit of a gap between, um, you know, Come Morning and Wake Up. Um, what was going on with Well, Come Morning was actually during the time that I was keeping the, the Grammy Diaries, uh, Quarantine Diaries, and Come Morning was at the beginning. Okay, so we, we were still at the top, particularly filming the video. We were still at the top of quarantine, um, and it was just starting to set in that if people didn't start wearing their masks and being more careful, that we were going to be in quarantine for much longer. Um, <laughs> and so it was starting to set in like, oh, no, I'm starting to go crazy. What is my life? What am I going to do? And um, and then and true to form, a um, longtime collaborator, Jimena Martin, also said, Russell, we should do a video. And I was resistant because, you know, what we were in March, and, and at this time we shot the video was at the end of April, beginning of May. So we, I hadn't had a haircut. I had eaten cooked and everything that I could get my hands on. And so it was like, I really don't feel like being in front of the camera. I don't think I could bring myself to do it. And I was on the edge of a nervous breakdown. But the funny part, the beaming part of it all, was that everyone that was involved in the shooting of the video was going the same way. And somehow, somehow, you know, through commiseration, you know, we were able to transcend it. And, and we had 32 people. Uh, participate and shooting their own personal, like, get ready, feel special at home for yourself or your special someone, and and basically submit their filming at home, and we were able to create a video and make it cohesive and feel good with everybody shooting all across the country, most of which none of these people have ever met each, met each other. And I find that from the beginning, everyone was resistant, not just me. And then the act of, of being at home, saying, okay, let me just do this. I have something I have to do. Let me just do it. And then we all at the end felt like, oh, shit. Oh, excuse me. I'm not sure if I can curse on your phone. <laughs> oh, <sorry. laughs> okay. So at the end of the, of the, of the, the presentation, you know, like submitting and filming at home, people were in so much better moods. And it's like, oh, okay, this is not as bad as I thought. And maybe if I do this more often, I'll start to lift up out of this, you know, sadness, this universal sadness that's going around. So Good Morning was, ended up being really beautiful. I had no idea that it was going to be that way. But it was it was actually the impetus to get me rocking on getting uh, Wake Up pulled together because it was like, okay, well, I can do this in this new way, so what else can I do? Yeah, that's what's up. I like that. I mean, that was a, a heck of a catalyst to, to get you back going. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted to ask you, I know that, um, you know, Wake Up is, has gotten a lot of traction. I, I love it. Um, do you have plans to release a full-length anytime soon, a full-length album? Yes. Um, 
I am. For, I would also like to say that come both come morning and wake up are Grammy considered right now. We got our fingers crossed. Hopefully, we make the hump and actually snag a, nomina- a nomination for Grammy um, for 2021. We got our fingers crossed. Um, but the coming into the next project, I actually have uh, an entire project recorded, um, and I've been working with a, a new team in Los Angeles. And we, it was a full stop in the middle of March. I was in Los Angeles working. Um, I don't know when it's going to be released. Um, I, I think I think we're all trying to figure out what this new normal will be and how we can release music in the most effective and efficient way. Um, so hopefully soon, maybe maybe first or second quarter of 2021. Man, I love it. I love it. I'm looking forward to it when it drops. Um, I know we talked about this at the, the start of the interview, but, um, you know, 2020 has really been done a, done a number on music. Um, and it's, you know, it's changed the way that, that artists perform. Um, yeah. Have you, have you done any, um, I guess, um, do you have any, uh, additional like virtual performances coming up, like where our listeners can, can see you perform? Because I know, Right now, you know, going out and seeing a concert live is kind of few and far in between. Yeah, unfortunately, I don't have anything on the books right now. Well, but I'm I'm waiting. I'm open. Um, the last performance I got to do was for, as I mentioned earlier, for iHeartRadio in New York. I got to do a couple of songs acoustically. Um, I, the reason why I even jumped in this game for selfish reasons is because of how much I enjoy performing on stage. So I'm waiting and chomping at the bit for an opportunity to perform. It just has to be safe, and it has to, to be quite frank, it, it has to be a performance that it doesn't cost me money. Um, so we're all waiting, all artists, I can speak for all of us, we're all waiting for these opportunities um, where, you know, we can play and it won't, we are not sacrificing, you know, our bread and butter in order to do so. So I'm waiting. I'm waiting. I understand completely. I understand completely. Um, I want to circle back for just a second. I, I, I meant to ask you this before, but um, your um, your your um, very first album um, it was critically acclaimed and it it did so well and there was so much talk behind the album. Um, when you started writing um, Come Morning and, and your creative juices started um, flowing again, w- w- did you have, w- was there any, um, did you have, I guess I want to say, like, were you stressed out or worried about, like, living up to the hype of your first album, your your first set of music? Because I know sometimes that can be kind of like a kind of, a hurdle, a large hurdle to get over, but you did it. You did it so amazingly well. Was there oh, ever a point? Oh, you're welcome. Was there ever a point where you were a little bit nervous or just uncertain? Well, um, let's say this. Number one, I am independent, uh, and I work with. I have worked with different partners for each release, but I remain the person, the captain of my ship. And there are some great benefits, but also some really great challenges that come along with it. And I would say one of the benefits is that I'm able to create records, even if the other people that I partner with may don't agree, I'm able to create and release records that I fully agree or invested in and believe in. 
So that pressure, I didn't feel that pressure from the outside. Um, and I didn't feel it so much on the inside because the way that I look at each record that I make, uh, the way that I look at every performance even, is that I look at it as being a marker for where I am in that moment in life. So whatever I'm experiencing, good and bad, whatever I'm feeling, whatever I'm going through, I try to make it come through in the music. So what I'm chasing is authenticity rather than full-on approval from the consumer, from the, you know, the art, the music lover. So while I'm, um, I always may remain aware of making people happy because if I don't make people happy, then they won't buy the records, you know? That's a very practical part of the business model. But my my goal is to be more authentic and more vulnerable in the work that I create. That's my mission. So I don't get beat up too bad with that. I just want to make sure that I that I'm that I'm doing my best and I'm the most authentic and vulnerable as I can be in the art that I create. And that's the goal each time. So I don't get beat up so much with that. That's what's up. That's that's awesome. That's something that I think, you know, any creatives listening to this interview, I think that that's something definitely to aspire to. I, I like what you had to say there. Thank you, brother. <laughs> thank you. Well, Russell, I'm all out of questions, but I wanted to just say thank you, and I wanted to open the floor to you if there's anything you'd like to say to our listening audience. Yes, I got a couple of things. Number one, you can you guys can come in and seek me out and talk to me and chat with me um, at uh, social media at our soul star on Instagram and Twitter, and um, I'm at russelltaylor.net, that's two S's and two L's. Um, I want to invite and encourage, strongly encourage everyone uh, that's listening to go and vote, make your voices heard, and not just for the presidential election, but also in state and local elections, because that is how you make change. You start small with the individual and start locally, Get to know your police chief. Get to know your captain. Email. Get to know, you know, your council people. Um, very small spaces. When you have Sunday dinners with your family or your kids or, or significant others, have conversations about, you know, things that affect you, legislation, things that affect you, just like you talk about the latest, you know, um, what is it? what's the latest rage on HBO right now, Walt? Which I oh, love. Uh, love, Lovecraft Country. <laughs> Lovecraft Country. You know, <laughs> right after we talk about Lovecraft Country, because that is an amazing piece of art. Um, you know, talk about what's going on in politics and how you can make a difference and how you can affect change in your immediate circles. So those are my two points. Those are my my PSAs. Come come holler at me at our star and go out and vote. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Russell, thank you so much. I greatly appreciate it. Oh, it's my pleasure, man. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. All right.